everybody, this is Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast. You are listening to Willie and Scott on the Channel F-Files podcast. First programmable cartridge system, huh? Go F yourself. Channel F, the one with all the fun. The Fairchild Video Entertainment System at your larger JCPenney. The home entertainment system that never gets old. Plug in a new video card and change the fun. out there is a little slick out there dude there's like a fine um, quarter inch thick glaze of ice over everything oh crap you know what i've never understood though <clears throat> is the people that feel it necessary to stick on their four-way blinkers and white knuckle it down the road <laughs> now we're all out there it's not like your car is uniquely, you know, disabled or, 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 or coping with something that you need. Like, let's say you have a flat tire and no jack for some reason, and you got to get to the next exit. So you put on your blinkers, you go slow, you know, okay, fine. You're letting people know, Hey, I'm going slow for a reason. But when everybody is in the same exact meteorological condition, you're not informing anybody of anything. It's just, well, I'm special. Everybody watch out. I'm having a hard time here. <laughs> so are you ready to talk about video cart number nine, Drag Strip? Yeah, that, uh, I tell you what, it is a colorful, good-looking game. Well, colorful in a way that, you know, it uses all three colors that the Fairchild has. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you, you compare it to, um, well, we'll talk about it when we record, but oh, yeah. um, I think it's got a unique edge over some com- competitors. So you ready to go? Yep. That sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> I'm playing Pac-Man on my Neo Geo Pocket collar I'm waiting on you. <laughs> really? That's the, that's the, um, the sound on that is superb. Oh, this is a great little handheld console, dude. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. So you're ready to go. All right. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Channel F Files, where we're going to be discussing video cart number nine, Drag Strip. So before we get started, how's everything with you tonight, Scott? Well, uh, slick and icy. (laughs) Slick and icy. We had just a nasty snowstorm here. Uh, You know, ice, you know, rain, freezing rain, all that sleet, everything, you name it. So we just get this um, horribly nasty... uh, glaze of ice over everything which makes it quite treacherous but uh, here i is and uh not but about an hour and uh 10 minutes late so <laughs> what's understandable <laughs> it's one of those games that i remember getting my dad bought for me and we end up playing this game quite a bit it's still one of my favorites on the system it's very challenging to see how fast you can get your lap time down uh, well have you been practicing with this lately no, I've been driving home in ice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hope to get in. I, I hope to get in like a good, you know, play session before we recorded, but I didn't want to keep you waiting any longer. Um, oh, so right. I have not been uh, 
trying to get my well, I didn't have a chance to try and warm up and get my times down. So you might just be a wee bit ahead of me on this one. <laughs> well, what's neat about this game is it uses your controller like a gear shift, a classic H pattern, where you have, you know, up to the left is one, and then down to the left is two, then up to the right is three, then down right is four. And you twist the knob either right or left to uh, rev up your engine and, and apply gas to it, which is kind of fun. It's kind of cool. Well, it's a lot more. Um, the the thing that I've said about this game, and one of the reasons I'm so glad we we got to this game, you know, uh, some of the others, like you know, tic tac toe. There's not a lot to say, you know. Um, and there's not even a way for the, you know, the channel F and remember, you know, it, it was competing against machines that were uh, arguably a generation newer technologically. So, but it's got some tricks, you know, it's got some benefits and some of the games we've reviewed are pretty good. Some of them like, you know, tic-tac-toe and whatnot are, are just very basic and there's not really much of a chance for the unit to excel, but in this way, well, I, I do like that. But in this way, this game here is a really good game to show somebody on the system and show them just how uh, you know complex and what kind of quality you can get out of a Fairchild Channel F game. And you can you know look at competitors like say for example, of course I'm referring to David Crane's uh, Dragster. You know, mm-hmm. um, now. I think that, you know, while Dragster and, you know, when, we, when I say what I'm about to say, there's only so many degrees here that you can do better in. The graphics in Dragster may be better if you consider just the car, but really how detailed are the graphics in David Crane's Dragster? Not that detailed. I mean, it's a great game on the system, but... Um, you know, it, 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 there's not a lot of, you know, competition and graphical quality here of the vehicles. So it's just a simple thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where this game shines. And I think this game is, is a superb example of what the Fairchild Channel F can do. Is, you know, first of all, the packaging, you know, it's got the number nine with the checkerboard on it. You oh, know, yeah. you, that's awesome. You know, oh, I mean, that was just, that's, yeah, that's a neat little touch right there, you know. Um, the art on it, absolutely love the art, you know. And, and this was done in sort of the, you know, uh, the gasser dragster of the, uh, you know, the the early uh, 70s era, you know. Well, it's got the uh, dragsters that look like they're from the Tom Slick cartoon. Tom Slick, Tom Slick, let me tell you why he's the best of all good guys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the you know the the uh, comically oversized rear tires, similar mm-hmm. to you know what Cranes did. Yep. But um, what I like about it is as you look at it, you know when you when when you look at the screen, if you look at Dragster okay on the twenty six hundred, and you know, again it's a good game, mm-hmm. and but you know to give you a sense of motion, they had to do sort of like a picketed fence routine, you know. Yes. And um, you know you you have. What do you got? Yeah, you know, up, down, left, right, one button, you know. The controller for the Fairchild Channel F allowed you to do so much more. And you're right out of the gate, you know, pardon the pun. 
Shifter Gate. Get it? Yeah, Shifter Gate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, right out of the gate, you nailed it in that the control format of this of this game is uniquely, I think, very well suited to the uh, the Channel F in that you can do that neat stuff. Okay, you can have a throttle. You can have one, something that operates independently of you know the shifting, and you can still have you know the shifting right. Uh, you know, so you get to have, you know, and it's not just, you know, and this is all those degrees of freedom being utilized. You know, it's not just like mash a button and go. It's actually, you know, shift, you know, and of course they give you a neat little tachometer that actually, you know, expands. And if you look at like cars today, you know, a lot of them use those graphical tachometers, you know, even on the HUD, you know, I've got two cars that project that up on the screen, you know, um, and it's really, you know, cool, you know? But, uh, you know, you got your start line, uh, you know, the uh, the tack down there and, you know, it fires up. Now, the first time you play this game, because I hadn't played it in, oh, probably a, a probably close to two years because um, I didn't have the cart. I only ever played it, you know, on, on a cart I borrowed because it was one I wanted to play. Now that I got the multi cart, it's like, all right, let's play this baby, you know, and um the first thing that I, you know, not having any instructions was a little confused on is getting the shift pattern down. Okay. Figured that one out. No problem. <laughs> but if you don't, and that's why we're doing this podcast. Cause a lot of folks would turn this game on and they would just do the thing where they get stuck behind that start line. And they have no idea what to do. Well, that only and, happens if you have the multi-car, if you have the actual cartridge, it actually had the shift pattern on a little sticker on the cartridge. Sure. Which I don't have the original cartridge. <laughs> I See, got the multi-cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's um, the nice thing about the channel F is a lot of times the cartridges themselves had a uh, synopsis of the game controls, the instructions right on the cartridge. Absolutely. And and I tell you what, it's funny. The um where is the there we go. I've got the image right there. I on more than a few of these, and you know, this is not an expensive cartridge. You know, I actually got the image for uh, this off of uh, a picture of the box art and everything on eBay, you know. And it's great because this this cartridge or some of these cartridges can tend to go for a fair amount of money, especially, you know, the later ones. Yeah, anything but, by Zircon is going to be very expensive. Yeah, this one here is like, you know, a five, six dollar cartridge. And guess what? It's one of the best ones on <laughs> on the on the platform, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with that with uh, with Spitfire. These are the two top ones so far. Yeah, I mean, and, and it really is. It, it's it's you know, when they did, you know. White background, real simple starting point, you know. You got the uh, starting line, and then you get the Christmas tree. So, you know, it counts down the, you know, it counts down the lights. And then where you get confused if you don't have it, if you don't have the instructions. And, uh, you know, it is, okay, you know, I went to the edge of the screen and came back beyond the start line. How's that work, you know? (laughs) And it it takes a little, you know, you got to, you know, actually. The start line disappears, so you know it it gives you the illusion that you're going down the track. Right, but but any drag race game typically that you play, it's going to be completely on the screen. It's not going to actually wrap around. Correct. Once you get that understood, you know, and again, without the manual, you know, whatever, it's a little difficult. But once you get that down, it is a such a better game than dragster on the Atari because you know you take off and it's it's kind of like a reminded of remember that movie Fast and the Furious came out? Yes. All right. That movie was, you know, it was a big facepalm, the entire thing. If you actually watch that 
drag racing scene. Uh, a friend of mine did it when it was on, uh, I was watching it on uh, uh, DVR, one of the first DVRs uh, called Microsoft Ultimate TV. And we were uh, just sitting there recording it, you know, with a timer. And it was something like, I, this is, you know, 15 years ago, I forget the numbers. But it was something like they shifted 18 times over three minutes. Because <laughs> you know, every second there's another shot of them shifting, you know. <laughs> And it was just, you know, one after the other. Now, here you got, you know, four, you know, one, two, three, four, four gears. It's reasonable. Yep. But as you're watching the thing, you go first, second, third, you watch it, watch an attack go. You don't have any of those features in the Atari version, man. Well, no. you know, they're completely different games. One was an Activision game. This is, you know, it's not fair to say for version, but competitor, you know, you don't get any of those features in the Atari one. So, you know, you're sitting there going one, two, three, four, you know. And you're going across the screen and, you know, it's multiple shots, you know. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's cool. I like all the little stuff they do in there, too, like the big winner, you know. It, it's not just like a score increment. And that's one of the problems, you know. I, I want to, to say this, too. One of the problems with these really old games is figuring out what to do and figuring out, you know, when you won or when you did well. And they kind of make it real obvious because, you know, you get blown. Yep. <laughs> or stall. Yep. Or you jump the light, you know. Jump the light, red light, yep. It's very good at letting you know what you were doing. And, you know, in addition to that, you know, when you win, it lets you know. I mean, it's not just like beep, you know, it's winner, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I love everything about this game. Graphically, it's beautiful. Um, it's 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 uh, got you know, the, the control inputs, uh, at the time, you know, like if you look at stuff today, like, you know, the Wii where you get to sword fight, you know, when you play legend of Zelda, or if yes. you look at, uh, you know, Oh, there's another example. And as soon as I move on, I'll, I'll remember it. Um, you look at all the different games that have neat control input methodologies. And this is perhaps, you know, and certainly for a very early game, one of the neatest, you know, just actually getting a bang through the gears in a realistic pattern. Okay. And only the Fairchild Channel left could have really delivered that. That's true. You know, you the Atari. Okay, what could you have done? You could have gone up stick, down stick, left stick. Yeah, okay, what shifter does that? You know, I mean, this is actually, you know, going through the gears. You know, I, I like everything about it. You know, uh, uh, from the packaging to the gameplay to the graphics, you know. Uh, the sound, okay, it's as good as it's going to get on the channel F. <laughs> yeah, well, there's only one sound it actually has, and that's the e engines revving at the very beginning, and after you start, everything goes silent. But what's what? funny is, when I used to play this game with my brother and my dad, is we would make the car noises as we were shifting. Well, of course. <laughs> but yeah, I tell you what, man, it's just a superb example of, of what this console can do. Um you know, it's it's um, between this and, you know, Activision Dragster, I would say that, uh, you know, not only is this the better game, I would rather play this game. And, you know, it, it's a it's a good example of how it, it was not like it was a later game either. This is 77, man. 77. This is. Yeah. You know, this isn't like, you know, one of the last Zircons or something where, you know, people had some time to program this you while Fairchild was in their prime. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this this is, uh, but I mean, you look at this, this is when the Atari 2600 was released, you know, the same year. So it, it's just an amazing uh, little accomplishment, you know. Now, <clears throat> do you find yourself, like, 
almost never stalling because I I've actually not had any trouble stalling this game out in the times I played it. Uh, no, no. If unless I'm really slow at getting off the line, but typically no, I don't have a problem with the stalling the car. Uh, that's the only way you can actually play the one player game is set this thing up to have the car stall because you don't race against the computer at all. Yeah. So if you want to play a one player game, you got to make sure you activate the stall feature. Otherwise, you got to play the the second car, either blow its engine or race it as well to find out what you just did. Well, so now that's that's the one other problem I had too was you know what else to play it with. You know, yeah. it, 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 it's it's. It would have been nice if it did have the logic, you know, to, to do that, but and not possible, right? You know? Uh, this is one um, this is one of the popular games on the multi-card at CGE. I get some I got some people hooked on this game there, as a matter of fact. You know, it is. It, it's it's one of those deals where with this system, there's so many games. Once you know how to play it, it's super enjoyable. But it, it's it's one of those systems that it's real easy to quit on. No, and we were talking about this on uh, Retro Gaming Roundup this this last month. How, you know, when we had three channels of TV, and if soap opera was on all three of them, we were going to put the extra time in to figure out how to play that game. <laughs> you know, because yeah. you know the <laughs> replay values. Yeah, you know we're going to play that something. And today, you know, there's just so many options and, and you're so busy. It's it's If a game doesn't get you right away, if you can't figure it out or you can't find the manual, you just tend to quit and move on. Oh, yeah. And that could happen very easily with this game. And it's totally worth figuring out. You know, because once you do, it's, it's very addictive, especially, you know, being that it's really a two-player game, you know, by, by nature. Um, now, what speed do you typically run at? I usually play the dragster mode, which is game number four. And I use Mode 4, which has the stall as well. That's that's the version I play. Because I've, I've found that if I pick 4 initially, which is the, the fast. Yep, dragster. And then, yeah, and then um, 1 for a practice. Yes. I kind of like that set up above, above the, the other. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's, it's kind of a neat way to, to, to show off the game. That's true. Um, but the uh, yeah, they have the the no stall, but I've never had a problem stalling the thing, so I, I don't really know why. I mean, of all the features, as I was kind of mentioned earlier, of all the features that they pick to put in there is a no stall when it's really not that hard. I mean, you know, to to not stall. Well, the main reason it's there is for when you want to play a one player game, it stalls the other car. That's yeah, I guess I guess that would be it. I mean, because there's not much of a, a reason if it's not that difficult to do. So correct. But you know, the other option, I, now there's a couple options on this that just don't make a lot of sense initially. There's there's that one, but the, also the no sound option. I mean, there's there's not a lot of sound to turn off. I mean, why would you want a no sound option? Yeah, I know. I I don't know. I guess you don't want to wake up your parents. You're playing it late at night and don't have that revving noise going on. <laughs> Yeah, you always got the volume knob on the TV. I mean, I can't think uh, of anything. No, no, not on the original channel left. It had the built-in Oh, that's speaker. right. It did have the built-in speaker. Yeah. I've, I've got... That's uh, what I grew I've... up with. I use that no sound quite a bit to play the games late into the night. That makes all the sense. Because the one I've got uh, hooked up here has the um, the the sound over RF. So yes, I'm system. getting... Absolutely. That makes a lot more sense now. Oh, yeah. Forgetting about that, that it had the... Oh, uh, yeah. 
Uh, what's neat is the programmer of this game put another nice little touch in here. When your dragster first starts off, you'll see it do like a side-to-side -side motion, like it's, you know, burning out to get up to speed, which is kind of cool to see. And you know what? I initially tried to control that, because what I thought, <laughs> well, you know, again, not having the manual, right? You know, it tells um, you to blow your engine. <laughs> what I thought, you know, it, and it seems to kind of make sense, is that you, you ever played uh, Solaris on a 2600? Oh, yes, that's a great game. All right, when you go to warp, yep. you keeping that thing centered directly affects your uh, affects your your fuel consumption through the warp, right? Correct. Yep. So I was kind of thinking, okay, maybe I'm supposed to counter, you know, the uh, the oscillation, <laughs> right? So I was trying the the twist, of course, which takes the throw it long, throw it off, throw it long, throw it off. Oh yeah, and you know, but that's part of that's how I figured out the gear pattern is. Uh, you know, I noticed, oh, oh, okay, oh, that's the gears, you know, so I don't have steering, you know, it's just a little uh, wiggle to it, you know, as it, as it takes off, so. Yeah, you don't that want, actually made a little be careful, more you don't want to downshift, because you'll blow your engine. Well, <laughs> it happened. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's how I figured out the controls, you know, because that little, and I don't know, the, 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 the cartridge I originally played it on, the authentic cart, they didn't it didn't have the uh the pattern on it you know uh it's not the pattern's actually not printed on the cart that's an early release they, it's a did, little it, they did it later on they yeah. put a sticker on there for the later release so that's people a more rare cartridge. yeah it's a more rare cartridge well i i gotta tell you i gotta tell rob he's got a rare one then but uh yeah i wonder i mean okay i could see applying it to the thing but uh you know what would have been kind of neat and i i think it could have been done it's a little circular decal that had the pattern in it, you know? Yeah. As like almost like an overlay because it's yeah. got that little uh, gold dot at the top of the controller. But uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be kind of small. The writing would be pretty small. Well, yeah, we were all kids at the time, though, so. <laughs> you have good eyesight. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> your parents like, what's that? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, man. I don't know. <laughs> no, just, just press the button and go for it. You're fine. But yeah, man, I absolutely love this one. This is uh, such a great game on this system. Um, you know, it's, it's not one of the very first games, but it, it is an earlier title, you know. Um, everything was done right. I just, I can't say enough about this one. And it, it it's something also, you know, being a, a car nut, you know, it is something that personally interests me, you know, the topic, you know, which I think it makes it a little easier to absorb, you know. Oh, yeah. And plus, it has a lot of different game modes. You have, you know, the family sedan, which is game one. Then you got the modified car, then the funny car, and then the dragster. And, of course, you got the four different modes. You got practice. You got so you can't stall the car. And you got the full race mode, which you can stall and blow the engine and jump the red light and everything. So it gives you a whole lot of different options to play the game. Yeah, and, the, again, the controller layout perfection so yeah you know that's it, it, it uh i wasn't gonna say it too there's something else i want to remember to get out during the broadcast <laughs> you know i was thinking i was thinking um what we would need to do is i don't know if anybody does has anybody done a repository of the manuals online oh yeah archive.org has all the chats okay. uh manuals there because I know they have a ton of, uh, remember, the I think the first or second show we went through there, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, that'd be a good thing to mention to people. Uh, you know, because if, if if you got the multi-cart, which is the easiest way to get all the games right in front of you, 
Uh, a lot of them are just not that accessible without the manual or the uh, cartridge image. So eBay is actually another good source. You know, if you search, uh, if you don't find what you're looking for right away, if you go on eBay, people tend to nowadays take pretty good detailed photos. Yep. And you can get all the uh, the box stuff you need off of that. So. Oh, yeah. But no, love it, love it, love it, man. This is uh, Spitfire, you know, is a good one. And as much as I love cars and airplanes, I have to say that this game is even better thought out than Spitfire. I think if we had to do a top 10, you know, of games on this system, mm -hmm. I, this would be one of my contenders for number one. Oh, yeah. So, you ready to do a little bit of a drag race here? Yeah, well, you just want to go with the 4-1-4? Uh, four, mode, uh, four, mode, mode 4, Game 4. All right, you let me. Uh, car, you can blow the engine, all that good stuff. Let me. I gotta set it up and then step back to my uh, seat here. I got the controller extension. I got one of those, you know, the the Sega Genesis Atari extensions. Yeah. So I can sit back here and play it, but uh, <laughs> you know, I gotta go up there to set it up. So uh, give me a second. Holy cow! Yeah, that, that's the channel F. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely hear that thing. Woo. Oh yeah. I gotta crank that thing down a bit. Give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing down there? All right, I got her all set up. Here. As do you. So I hear. <laughs> all right, my first run, I just had eight point two seconds. You know, uh, Mr. Talisfor, I believe, posted that he was down like seven eight. I've done a seven eight. If you watched the video I did for this episode, yeah. I got a seven eight. Well, I just pulled myself an 8.5, so. Ooh. Well, you pull up on the controller reset. Try it again. Come on, baby. Pew! Oh, an 8.3 that time. 8.8? Eight, eight, I got worse. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Try another one. Oh, I red-lighted it. Come on, go, little red car, go! Dang, 8-5. Rats! You dirty. <laughs> there we go. 7-9. I think the I best you can do on this is 7-8. I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody get below 7-8 on this. I keep pulling like 8-8, eight, 8-4. Eight, eight, you're slow, man. You gotta hit this, man. You got, you got it. Well, oh, right before the red light did... disappears, right before the red light disappears, you gotta hit your throttle to rev up your engine, then hit the first gear, and then slam it the second to get a good jump off the line. I can I'll almost tell, tell when I'm gonna get a seven eight just based on how I launch. There we go. All right, let's see what we do. Extraordinary. I actually. Did a nine two? I got one second slower. You're getting worse. I'm getting worse. Yes. <laughs> so I, going I told you I had no time to practice before the. Uh... Well, the next time, next time you have an arcade party, something I want to do is get this set up and have us both racing. Eight one, baby. Eight one. I'm getting better now. Oh, there we go. Oh yeah. Well, we got to do a recovery corner of a couple of these things. Yeah, Spitfire. This one. 
which I do have an arcade party coming up reasonably soon. You know what? I tend to hang out at Redline a little too long sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be eight careful. one. I seem to be down to eight one consistently. Ah, redlighted it. Ah, redlighted it again. Oh, there's a good launch. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't rev up enough. I got stuck in third gear. Dang. Eight one again. I just can't break the eights, man. I just did a ten four. <laughs> Oops. Try and get that elusive seven eight. So we can be in the Nick Tells Four Club. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. Oh, 9-2. Dang. Eight one. I just <laughs> you know it's funny how you like you have a couple good runs oh, and like there it nine is. will sneak up on you. Seven eight. I just did a seven eight. Nice. Yes. It took me seven tries, but I got a seven eight. I keep getting blown here. <laughs> oh, man. I, I tell you what I know I'm guilty of is hanging out in third gear too long. Yeah. Because if you look at it, it doesn't go all the way to that green block, right? No, 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 it doesn't. You know, the trick is, is right when the red is getting ready to go off, you hit your throttle and it shoots up. Yeah. And then as soon as the red disappears, you slam into the first and then right, immediately right into second and then go third and fourth, you know. After that, at a reasonable time, it I, I, I just got eight zero. So I tell Good you folks. what, I, I tell you what I really like about this game is the uh, the way that it doesn't give you the same result every time. Like if you you know make a little itty bitty mistake, it'll cost you. You'll go from eight you know one eight two down to nine two. You know, yes, it, it'll give it to you. And the um, the fact that you know whoever designed this knew a little something about you know cars and and, and at least thought it out because it's really easy for a game like this to be not enjoyed if, if you do something stupid like let's say for example the designer makes all the gears take the exact same amount of time to accelerate to through oh yeah well that's not the case first is gone man second gone third a little longer fourth you know it's just it, it's it's actually pretty. I redlined it. This is pretty well done. Now, have you ever tried it on game number one for the sedan? You know, I have. And I'm not so sure I'm convinced. Uh, I think I think four is where it's at. Yeah, four is the best game on here. Basically, the first three games are just slower versions of game number four. So that was drag strip. Oh, I'm still playing. <laughs> now the next oh. game we'll be covering when we come back will be video card number 10 which is the maze game I think so uh, although you know dragster man i'm telling you it, it's 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 all downhill from here after dragster because dragster has got to be the best on the system oh now come on well there's some good no. there's some other good stuff we're coming we, we're about almost halfway well, we're a little over half. No, we are over halfway to one of my favorite games on the system. I've I've sunk many hours into days. Video cart number seventeen, the pinball challenge. Well, I tell you what, I 
I think Dragster may may retain. It's going to take some, you know, two player in person action to to shift my opinion. Oh. Um, Dragster well, is just so well done. Yeah, well, it, what we'll do, what we'll do is flaws. when we get finally get to the very last cartridge, uh, we're going to include video cart number twenty seven, Pac Man, which is a homebrew because uh, it was released in cartridge form. Uh, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll do our own little top ten list. For the Fairchild games, and we'll argue which ones should be in the top ten. I tell you, Spitfire and Dragster are going to be right at the top of the list for me, man. Well, well, we'll just see about that. Maybe we'll bring in a third person to argue as well, make it more fun. Well, you know, I I also with this system, I don't know why, but for some reason, I I, I keep calling the game Dragster. I do too. I do the exact same thing. I don't know why. Even though it says right on the box, drag strip. I call it dragster every time. It's probably because of the Atari version. You know, that's dragster. what I'm thinking. But it's stuck in my head that way. Absolutely <laughs> stuck in my head that way. Stuck in my head. So thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Channel F Files. Later, Effers. <laughs> but if you have anything Fairchild related you'd like to share. You can reach us at our new email address, thechannelffiles at gmail.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page, The Channel F Files, and make posts on there talking about your favorite Fairchild memories or anything else you'd like to share with the podcast. So again, thanks for listening to the show. We'll be back soon with uh, another video cart. Mm-hmm.